Welcome to the Chapter Review Podcast for Scanlon and Sanders' Essentials of Anatomy and Physiology, 6th edition. Chapter 14. The Lymphatic System The functions of the lymphatic system are to return tissue fluid to the blood, to maintain blood volume, and to protect the body against pathogens and other foreign material. Parts of the Lymphatic System Lymph and the lymph vessels through which lymph flows the lymphatic tissue of the lymph nodes and nodules, the spleen, and the thymus. Lymphocytes mature and proliferate in lymphatic tissue. Lymph is the tissue fluid that enters lymph capillaries. Lymph is similar to plasma, but more white blood cells are present, and lymph has less protein than plasma. Lymph must be returned to the blood to maintain blood volume and blood pressure. Lymph Vessels Dead-end lymph capillaries are found in most tissue spaces. They collect tissue fluid and proteins. The structure of larger lymph vessels is like that of veins. Valves prevent the backflow of lymph. Lymph is kept moving in lymph vessels by the constriction of the lymph vessels and by the skeletal muscle pump and the respiratory pump. Lymph from the lower body and upper left quadrant enters the thoracic duct and is returned to the blood in the left subclavian vein. Lymph from the upper right quadrant enters the right lymphatic duct and is returned to the blood in the right subclavian vein. Lymph nodes. Lymph nodes are encapsulated masses of lymphatic tissue. They are found in groups along the pathways of lymph vessels. As lymph flows through the nodes, foreign material is phagocytized by fixed macrophages, lymphocytes are activated, and fixed plasma cells produce antibodies to foreign antigens. The major paired groups of lymph nodes are the cervical, axillary, and inguinal groups. These are at the junctions of the head and extremities with the trunk. The lymph nodes remove pathogens from the lymph from the extremities before the lymph is returned to the blood. Lymph nodules are found beneath the epithelium of all mucous membranes, that is, the tracts that have natural openings to the environment. The white blood cells in the lymph nodules destroy pathogens that penetrate the epithelium of the respiratory, digestive, urinary, or reproductive tracts. Tonsils are the lymph nodules of the pharynx, and Peyer's patches are those of the small intestine. The spleen is located in the upper left abdominal quadrant behind the stomach. The fetal spleen produces red blood cells. After birth, the spleen contains lymphocytes to be activated and fixed plasma cells that produce antibodies. The spleen also contains fixed macrophages, or RE cells, that phagocytize pathogens and old red blood cells. Bilirubin is formed and sent to the liver for excretion and bile. The spleen also stores platelets and destroys damaged platelets. The thymus gland is located inferior to the thyroid gland. In the fetus and infant, the thymus is large. With age, the thymus shrinks. The thymus produces T lymphocytes or T cells. The other cells of the thymus and the thymic hormones enable T cells to become immunologically competent. Immunological competence is the ability to recognize foreign antigens and provide immunity.
The two aspects of immunological competence are self-recognition, for cells, and self-tolerance, for proteins and other organic molecules. Immunity is the ability to destroy foreign antigens and prevent future cases of certain infectious diseases. Antigens are chemical markers that identify cells. Human cells have self-antigens, the HLA types. Foreign antigens stimulate antibody production or other immune responses and include bacteria, viruses, fungi, protozoa, and malignant cells. Innate immunity. Innate immunity is nonspecific. Responses are always the same, do not create memory, and do not become more efficient with repeated exposures. Innate immunity consists of barriers, defensive cells, and chemical defenses. Barriers involved in innate immunity include the unbroken stratum corneum and sebum, subcutaneous tissue with white blood cells, ciliated respiratory epithelium, other mucous membranes, and areolar connective tissue with white blood cells, hydrochloric acid in gastric juice, and lysozyme in saliva and tears. Defensive cells involved in innate immunity include phagocytes, including macrophages, neutrophils, and eosinophils. Macrophages also activate the lymphocytes of adaptive immunity. Langerhans cells and other dendritic cells also activate lymphocytes. Natural killer cells destroy foreign cells by rupturing their cell membranes. Basophils and mast cells produce histamine and leukotrienes, which contribute to inflammation. Chemical defenses. Interferon blocks viral reproduction. Complement proteins lies foreign cells, attract white blood cells, and contribute to inflammation. Inflammation is the body's response to any kind of damage. As a result of inflammation, vasodilation and increased capillary permeability bring tissue fluid and white blood cells to the area. Its purpose is to contain the damage, eliminate the cause, and make tissue repair possible. Signs of inflammation include redness, heat, swelling, and pain. Adaptive immunity Adaptive immunity is very specific, may involve antibodies, does create memory, and its responses become more efficient with repeated exposures. Adaptive immunity consists of cell-mediated and antibody-mediated immunity. It is carried out by T-cells, B-cells, and macrophages. T-lymphocytes, or T-cells, in the embryo are produced in the thymus and red bone marrow. They require the hormones of the thymus for maturation and then migrate to the spleen, lymph nodes, and nodules. B lymphocytes, or B cells, in the embryo are produced in the red bone marrow. They migrate to the spleen, lymph nodes, and nodules. For an adaptive immune response, the antigen must first be recognized as foreign. This is accomplished by B cells or by helper T cells that compare the foreign antigen to self-antigens present on macrophages. Helper T cells strongly initiate one or both of the immune mechanisms, cell-mediated immunity and antibody-mediated immunity. Cell-mediated or cellular immunity. Cell-mediated immunity does not involve antibodies. 
It is effective against intracellular pathogens, malignant cells, and grafts of foreign tissue. Helper T-cells recognize the foreign antigen, are antigen-specific, and begin to divide to form different groups of T-cells. Memory T-cells will remember the specific foreign antigen. Cytotoxic, or killer T-cells, chemically destroy foreign cells and produce cytokines to attract macrophages. Antibody-mediated, or humoral immunity. Humoral immunity does involve antibody production. It is effective against pathogens in foreign cells. B-cells and helper T-cells recognize foreign antigens. The B-cells are antigen-specific and begin to divide. Memory B-cells will remember the specific foreign antigen. Other B-cells become plasma cells that produce antigen-specific antibodies. An antigen-antibody complex is formed, which attracts macrophages. This process is called opsonization. Complement fixation is stimulated by antigen-antibody complexes. The complement proteins bind to the antigen-antibody complex and lyse cellular antigens or enhance the phagocytosis of non-cellular antigens. Antibodies Antibodies are immune globulins, Ig, also called gamma globulins, proteins produced by plasma cells in response to foreign antigens. Each antibody is specific for only one foreign antigen. Antibodies bond to the foreign antigen to label it for phagocytosis. This is opsonization. Antibody responses and functions. On the first exposure to a foreign antigen, antibodies are produced slowly and in small amounts, and the person may develop clinical disease. On the second exposure, the memory cells initiate rapid production of large amounts of antibodies, and a second case of the disease may be prevented. This is the basis for the protection given by vaccines, which take the place of the first exposure. Antibodies cause agglutination, or clumping, of bacterial cells. Clumped cells are easier for macrophages to phagocytize. Antibodies neutralize viruses by bonding to them and preventing their entry into cells. Antibodies neutralize bacterial toxins by bonding to them and changing their shape. Types of immunity The two major categories of immunity are genetic immunity and acquired immunity. Acquired immunity may be active or passive and natural or artificial.